This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. Welcome to Tech Talk this morning. We're going to be having a little bit of a chat about something that I think is really, really interesting. And it's a kind of nexus, I guess, between uh, human physiology and something a little bit different. Mechanics, robotics, and you go to a drink store when you're thirsty and you go to a clinic when you're sick. But what would you do when you might have an injury that might change your life forever? Maybe you, you lost a limb or a limb that no longer works properly. Some of you might think of the first thing would be like a temporary prosthetic or maybe even something a little bit more advanced. Not quite the winter soldier, but somewhere similar. Now, while everyone thinks that prosthetics are the happily ever after that immediately sets patients on the road to recovery, Kyogo Malaysia, the Malaysian arm of global robotic rehab specialist Kyogo, knows that this alone is not enough to help patients not without providing them with the right training plan and proper treatment to help familiarize them with the next phase of their lives. And to help bridge this gap, Kyogo Malaysia sought out a strategic partner who specializes in rehabilitative treatment. They eventually found a like-minded colleagues over at the Dehan Rehabilitation Hospital in Putrajaya, which is a specialist center for the management of neurological disorders and illnesses. They honed their craft in physician-led, proven Korean treatment modules and round-the-clock care. So with me on the show today, I have Dr. Azira Ismail, the Medical Director of Dehan Rehabilitation Hospital of Putrajaya, who currently has a plane flying over her house, and Iris Chin, <laughs> the Sales Director of Kyogo Malaysia Sindirium Behad. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> we had some color on the show already, uh, Dr. Azira. Yes, I warned you about it, didn't I? <laughs> you did indeed. You did indeed. And just like clockwork, there it was. How are you both today? I'm good, thank you. Yes, good. good Iris, you're all okay here. as well? Yeah, good to be here. Thank you so good. much. Good. Thank you very much for joining me this morning. Right. I, I think, first of all, we should probably talk about um, some of the gaps that exist in the Malaysian physiotherapy and care arena. Um, maybe Dr. Azira, we could probably talk, uh, start with you. Can you get us get the ball rolling, so to speak? Uh, well, uh, rehabilitation um, medicine, uh, per se, is a, not to say a relatively new field of medicine, but mm. um, I guess it's still uh, something that is less... Uh, uh, being aware of by the public, uh, yeah. like what you did uh, mention in your introduction, where do you go uh, when when part of you is injured and your life is changed? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people see uh, physiotherapy center. There's a lot out there, uh, but um, for a more holistic approach uh, in terms of rehabilitation medicine. Uh, a lot of people are not aware about it. Um, mm. So the gaps here uh, really, you know, um, um, when 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 we need sort of a more complete and holistic treatment, uh, people 
don't get it in just in one center. So that is what uh, a rehabilitation center or a rehabilitation hospital, like what Dehan aims to do is to provide a more holistic approach so that um, <clears throat> when people are discharged from hospital, they have a place to go where they can uh, rehabilitate further and improve further so they could mm-hmm. back to be functioning again, reintegrate into society mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, go to work specifically or go back to school for the children uh, again. Right, right. So right, that right. is something that uh, is still um, kind of uh, lacking or, or lack of awareness uh, more so that we okay. see. And Iris, uh, what's the kind of link between uh, Kyogo and, and Dehan? How did that first happen? Can you talk to me about that? Well, um, Kyogo, actually Kyogo, when the aim that we set up in uh, Malaysia, uh, we want to look for the right, par- right clinical partner to, mm-hmm. to, to adopt all our, our robotic uh, and our technology, which is to provide the the holistic uh, treatment for the patient. So uh, then we, when we uh, come across with their hand, uh, we found that just a few uh, conversation that we found that actually uh, both parties share the same mission and vision. Mm. So that's mm. where, where we uh, start to uh, uh, collaborate uh, closely to, 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 to start with this kind of partnership that uh, we want to uh, hope to bring. We want to bring the better care and better outcome for the patient in Malaysia. Mm. Mm. And how did you decide that that Dehan was going to be the one for you? I mean, you, you said that you had um, similar visions, so to speak. What what were those visions? We, what, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, the vision because for 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 what in Malaysia context uh, we. We, we think that uh, there's a lot of room for improvement, especially yes. on the awareness, not only for the public, uh, but also with a lot of uh, uh, stakeholders, for example, like authorities, uh, some insurance policy, maker, right. all this. Uh, I mean, the whole ecosystem, we think that uh, all of us can work together to, to improve the, the uh, rehab uh, medicine uh, ecosystem in, in Malaysia. Mm. So um, uh, so that's why, uh, especially for the rehabilitation hospital um, in Malaysia, we know that it's, it's, uh, Dehan is, 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 is one of it and Dehan actually is, is the one to uh, synchronize uh, and share the same vision with us. So that's why we, we, we went, uh, I managed to talk to Dr. Azura. So that's why we, we think that uh, we, we grabbed the opportunity to to start the collaboration. Right. Mm. Which brings me nicely mm. on to, to Dr. Azira. Um, mm. the, in the, the the thing that I read earlier on, it talks about um, you guys have, you've honed your craft on physician-led proven Korean treatment modules. Can you explain to me, you know, what, it, what the difference is between a Korean treatment module and perhaps something, you know, compared to other methods. Is there something specific and something very different about Korean treatment methods? Um, yeah, sure, Richard. So um, the, the, the most significant about uh, Korean uh, treatment method is, is that the conversion between the basic and um, 
conventional method of rehabilitation with technologies as well as uh, with uh, TCM, what you call traditional complementary medicine. So right. um, when we see this uh Techniques uh, which is done in Korea, you know, it's done in Malaysia as well. But um, in more or less, you know, when somebody have, uh, for example, stroke in Malaysia, they go to hospital, they go to physiotherapy, and they also go to have massage and acupuncture done. But it's not properly programmed, and it is like more of um, patient's initiative based on testimony from friends and, you know, uh, from suggestions or or maybe they, they read uh, an article somewhere about it. So here in Dehan, we adopt that uh, concept and um, we look at patients, when we say physicians-led, um, all of these uh, convergence of treatment methods are done in a in a personalized and individualized uh, uh, program um, so that it's goal-oriented and task-specific along with the goals that the patients aim to have. Um, so uh, in Dehan, we offer a complete team of rehabilitation uh, medicine practitioners. So we have rehab doctors, we have physiotherapists, we have occupational therapists, speech therapists, rehabilitation nursing, dietitian, and so on. Um, so, the goal will be formulated based on assessment by each team members so that the, the, the personalized program is based on the patient's condition. Not all two-stroke patients, uh, even though the same age, the same areas of brain are injured, they, 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 they show the same uh, you know, needs and symptoms. So, the, the, these are all um, that... that that we do um, that makes it uh, more personalized so that when the patients, uh, during the, the recovery process, we look at how you know, each and individual uh, treatment programs can be integrated in the recovery process. So hence, technologies come in even at an early stage, uh, you know, uh, for I give you an example of uh, uh, a robot exoskeleton. You know, for the patients who who still don't have much muscle contraction or much muscle movement, it's not suitable yet. Um, so the the therapist then will do assessment and see whether uh, this would help or not help. Uh, even if if the doctors think, you know, the patients I think might be suitable for, for dermoskeleton and therapists will do their assessment and say, hang on doctor, um, there are some muscles that are not activated yet for them to use this um, for the benefit of the patient. So we might hold on for, for a while and we do strengthening first and then uh, when the patient is ready, then we get on to it. So it's more of, um, you know, uh, looking at the whole treatment program uh, so that it is not only benefit the patients in terms of their rehabilitations and recovery process, but we also look at it whether it is safe for the patient to use certain device uh, in terms of converging the treatment with technologies. So that is very important uh, that, that, that um, 
uh, centers or rehabilitation hospitals like Tehan do as compared to where there's no physician lab. You know, uh, some patients, you know, with a stroke patients of 65 years old, they might come mm-hmm. with everything under the sun, including heart problems. So there are people who we we exert them too much that it strain the heart. It could be dangerous for the patient. You know, uh, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's take a break, um, Doctor Azira and Iris. Yeah. We're gonna. I want to take a short break, and when we come back, Iris, I want to talk to you a, a little bit about the, the tech behind the dermo skeleton and the mirror hand. Is that okay? Yep. Yes. You are tuned in to Tech Talk here on BFM. I'm speaking with Dr. Azira Ismail, the medical director of Dehan Rehabilitation Hospital in Putrajaya, and Iris Chin, the sales director of Kyogo Malaysia Sundarium Bahad. We're talking about things like prosthetic devices, such as the Kyogo dermoskeleton and the mirror hand. We'll be right back after these messages here on BFM 89.9. Begin fun moments. BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome back to Tech Talk this morning. We're talking about something very cool today. We're talking about, I guess really we're talking about uh, this juncture of technology and uh, the human body. I've got on the phone with me Dr. Noor Azira Ismail. She's the Medical Director of Dehan Rehabilitation Hospital in Putrajaya. And Iris Chin, who's the sales director of Kyogo Malaysia Sindirim Bahad. Now, Kyogo uh, produce some prosthetic devices, uh, the Kyogo Dermoskeleton and the Mirror Hand, which is a wearable hand exoskeleton. Now, uh, Iris, I, I saw some videos of this technology uh, being demonstrated and there's videos from all over the world i've seen you know people in australia yes. doing it in uh, america i think singapore and even here in malaysia demonstrating the, these devices can you just talk to me a little bit and and for those listeners at home um explain what the um the dermoskeleton is and the mirror hand i'm sure they're you know, in their head they have an idea of what it might do can you give us some examples of the kind of um, things it can actually do, the dermoskeleton? Okay. Uh, Kyogo actually is come from the word keep on going. So mm-hmm. that's the spirit of Kyogo, keep on going. So actually it's developed by a Canadian uh, company uh, named Bitimia. Uh, so, uh, so Kyogo actually is, is, a, is a leg exoskeleton, exoskeleton which is uh, to help patient to help people to regain the ability to walk or move like they just used to be even after they have uh, uh, undergo life-changing uh, disease or sickness for example maybe due to stroke maybe due to some uh, neurology disorder incomplete mm-hmm. spinal cord spinal cord injury parkinson's or maybe the knee oa or any or some other uh, injuries so mm-hmm. Are uh, with clinic, clinic, I mean clinicians and the therapists that can they can use they they can use Kyogo to customize a training program 
for the for the patient to to benefit their uh, train their training program. So, so es- essentially, it, it's um, mm. like an, a, a dermoskeleton that people would fit mm. themselves into, and it gives them the ability to walk again, or, or some of them to walk again. Yes, yes. So basically, the dermoskeleton is like uh, they have to wear outside their leg. So it's yeah. like a brace. You will yeah. grab the, 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 the wearer leg. And then uh, Kyogo is uh, also is an AI. They have an AI system. So it, it, will, it will interpret and interpret the, the, the wearer action. For example, once we change some of the angle of our lower limb, so it will mm-hmm. detect, okay, uh, this wearer, are going to stand, so it will provide the assistant, assistant for the wearer to from sit to stand, mm. or maybe maybe put the wearer uh, want to uh, climb up the staircase. So the AI also will interpret. Okay, now the AI want to walk up the stairs. So I yeah. will provide I will provide the, the assistant for the wearer to to so that they can be more stable, more strength to when they go up the staircase. Right. Right. Mm. Now, I mean, obviously, I, I've watched these videos, and, and I'm fascinated by this kind of technology. But with yes. every kind of step towards new technology, and particularly something like this, which I'm guessing for some people who have managed to use it can be quite life-changing, um, yes. there's obviously a cost involved. Mm. And I, I think that's probably a question that I, I'd like answered. Is, is this kind of thing, um, would it be expensive for the average user to to get their hands on and to be rehabilitated using this and is it covered by most insurance policies i guess dr azlina i should be pointing this at you uh, sorry azira okay um well ro- robotics uh, assisted rehabilitation is something that is really um new mm. um, not not only robotic rehabilitations but robotics you know uh, in medical care, um, and and it has evolved so much that that um, it, in some centers robotics becomes um, the the branding uh, part of the branding of of uh, the treatment. Right. Um, unfortunately, for the insurance, mm. uh, they don't cover. It's still not covered in Malaysia. Right. Um, so uh, we're looking at uh, uh, assisting it, assisting our clients and our patients um, in such a way that we can incorporate these um, you know, treatments in the whole uh, rehabilitation program. Right. Um, yeah. So and for most of the the patients, unfortunately, is still out of the pocket expense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, for we can see, you know, um, for those who who uh, apply or use this uh, uh, treatment in, in their rehabilitation process, we can see a lot of improvement and also the benefits from it. And mm. for those who are paying out of pocket, when they see this achievement, it mm. is like, you know, um, they don't really... Um, mm, Mind, they don't mind. care I mean, about the cost. Course it's, yeah, they don't care about the cost. Is something, of course, everybody will look into. But mm. if you compare the benefits and how it shortened the period of recovery, uh, mm. and they can gain so much from it, and most most are very happy uh, mm-hmm. having this treatment on board. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
Okay, I, I suppose before I let the two of you go, mm-hmm. uh, what future plans and, and initiatives do you two have under this partnership? Well, um, we we want to to have uh, uh, improve the awareness for the uh, for about the robotic rehab assistive treatment and uh, rehab program for especially for Malaysia, for Malaysia, and uh, hopefully we can we can improve the whole ecosystem. Of the robotic, and mm. um, then it will be beneficial for the more patient will be uh, more benefited with it. Mm. Mm. And Doctor Azira, what what would you like to add to that? Well, well I came from the clinical side, so uh, definitely when we first had a chat with Kyogo, um, I can see this is going to change the rehabilitation landscape in Malaysia. Um, yeah. So I, apart from you know. Um, going into creating awareness together uh, we are open to R&D as well uh, mm-hmm. I have uh, uh, I have big visions uh, in terms of when it comes to R&D <laughs> um, yeah. so uh, and um, we are also looking at empowering the rehabilitation fraternities and practitioners uh, with knowledge sharing and also you know um, doing some workshops and conferences uh, like that and mm-hmm. Uh, we also hope like uh, that that uh, robotics will be something um, that that is accepted uh, into rehabilitation treatments for the patients and acknowledged by the insurance definitely. Yeah, so I'm hoping that it will be available uh, for all mm. uh, everybody. Wonderful. Mm. Thank you so much for your time today, ladies. Thank you, Richard. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've been on the phone with Dr. Noor Azira Ismail, the Medical Director of Dehan Rehabilitation Hospital Putrajaya, and Iris Chin, the Sales Director of Kyogo Malaysia Sindurian Bahad. If you'd like to know any more about Kyogo or, of course, uh, Dehan Rehabilitation Hospital Putrajaya, I'll put the links in the description for the podcast below, which you can listen to a little bit later on. I suggest you use the BFM app. It's available in the Apple App Store or Google Play. For Tech Talk, my name is Rich Bradbury here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.